It's bigger on the inside. Is it? I noticed. Hello, everybody. Nick I'm here, and welcome to Big on the Inside, episode number forty-three. As always, enjoy Ringo. Hello, people of the interwebs. It is I. And welcome. Yes. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to um, our November commentary. This is um, my last pick or picks. In regards to da, da, um, <laughs> in regards to this year, um, but don't worry, we've got a lot coming up in the next three months. Oh, we do a lot. See, here's um, the thing with the picks, right? Yeah, we know what I'm gonna do because mine is in December. But with mm. you, it's like you know, is he gonna go for the shit season again? Is he gonna? Pick two masterpieces. What's like? Is he gonna go for like a really stingy theme? Like, what's what's your play? So while you're talking, I'm trying to like map out your your thought process right now. You know, because this is I a, know for this is I know game. for a fact you won't get it. Okay, that's exciting because I'm still gonna map it out in my head. All right. The, the thing about trying to guess your your picks is that I don't actually guess. I just pretend to put effort into it because yeah. either way, I'm gonna be surprised. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for today. We got some uh. Some some nifty news to sift through finally, and uh, commentary. As mm. we do. I, have, I have a question just before. Um, Hit me. This might be cut out. Live did on knives air. out come out? Yeah. Did knives out come out in November? <laughs> Let me double check when I saw it. Um, it did. I saw it okay, when cool. end of November, I think. Okay. It did, so we can talk about it. <laughs> Um, awesome. No, that's that's the theme. The theme is Knives Out. That's the theme. Oh, just like recycling metal. <laughs> Mom, <Mother laughs> <Going> Express. <laughs> I, li- I like how you have no idea what that means. I don't. Um, I just, I'm scared. Stop, stop, stop taunting me. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, boy? Boy, this has been an, a month boy. and a half. I finished uni. Start of November. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my birth my birthday on the fifteenth. Your um, existence day. My what? Sorry. Your existence. My day? existence day. Yes, that that I hype up, even though when you really think about it, it's like you know, big deal. Um, but that was a good day. I um saw Marriage Story, the new film by Noah Baumbach. Uh, which is coming out on Netflix in December, I think. Um, I've heard good things about it. It is very good. Uh, acting showpiece, pretty much. Writing's amazing as well. That's um, Kylo Ren and Black Widow, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then yeah. that night, I went to see... It was pretty random, in the sense that I mentioned it like once, and then my mum's like, surprise, here's tickets. But it was Steve Martin and Martin Short live on stage doing like a like a comedy sort of act um and like a do they do they call themselves a couple of martins they they did thank god because like that was like the obvious joke um but they're hilarious <laughs> still they're freaking steve martin's playing the banjo and you know martin short dancing at 70 and they're just they're so fun to watch so that was a good day and then you know i feel so bad i only know one martin short thing that's that a thing i'm yeah, I'm closer to, like, as far as, like, my, like, what I've seen from both of them, I know much more of Steve Martin, 
but it, but Absolutely. like he's still so funny. Like they're still perfect together. And no, but but it's bad for me because it's the one only one thing I know Martin Short from is the Santa Claus. The <laughs> Santa Claus thing. Steve Martin. <laughs> Steve Martin actually roasted Martin Short. At one point in the show, for being in Santa Claus Three, like like a quick little side gag, and oh, as someone you. who primarily knows him from that movie as well, um, also um, freaking the Three Amigos, which they're both in, but that one more because yeah, it's a I was like, film. It's Steve Martin in that too. Yeah. yeah, so that was like what, how they met, and so on, so on. But like the fact that he rose at him for that movie was perfect. Like he knew mm. what he was in. They knew it was shit. That was the joke. Move on, um, but. Yeah, it was just really, really fun, and uh, I just—it wasn't just your standard comedy act. So it was, you know, a lot more. So it was a good time. And then outside of that, just watching movies, working. A particular movie came out then at the end of the month that we'll talk about soon. Um, mm. but, uh, otherwise, my November's been pretty, pretty relaxing. How about you? Um. Mine's been a bit iffy. Like my my I, my uni's also finished wrapping up, which is awesome. Um, but I know, but I'm heading in, back into summer class, and that starts end of November. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, yeah, I, I get, I've got like two weeks break. So you know that's fun, but like you're still like waiting for the previous. Oh yeah. Marks. So yeah. It's just a. That's annoying. It's just a, it's just a waiting game. It's annoying. But uh, apart from that, um, yeah, not 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 really a whole lot. Just a bunch of spending time with my girl. That was probably my girl. My girl. Um, yeah, I've had a really um, quietish November. Just yeah. Um, I think I'm just, I'm just ramp, we're just ramping up to December, really. Yeah, December's going to be the, of, the busy month. November's kind of those that, that month where everyone is just waiting for it to end so we can get to December, you know, the good month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just not really a whole lot. I don't, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like, I, I've just not had really a whole lot to do. Maybe a lot of video games. Yeah. I've. I've been buying way more video games than I probably should. Um, I've been uh, starting up my Xbox One. Ooh. Um, haven't touched that since in about four or five months. And then I, I, I bought Halo for it, you know, the Master Chief Collection. Oh, yeah. I'm still downloading the update. It's 90 gig. <laughs> 90 fuck that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And if that that might not that that obviously sounds like a lot, but then you I also mean, have to take into consideration. Yeah, yeah, because taking consideration, people at home that uh, a we live in Australia. That's true. And B, I don't have MBN yet. The just watching people's like download rates in America, like yeah, to the point where they're like got like gigabytes per second in some areas and I'm just here like you privileged fucks like <laughs> I'd be lucky here, to like... get oh I don't even want to say it out loud it's, it's it's disgusting but no mine's worse you can say oh that. yeah no yours is definitely worse 
I'm like, I'll I'm do like, a speed test now while we chat. But yeah, it's you know, it's not fun. But <laughs> they call for stuff like Steam. There's some where you have to like it has to download all in one go, which is disgusting. And I'm glad that that's not as common anymore because it's just impossible for people like you know with shit internet to do that all you know for big games in one go. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, I like how it just devolved into like internet yeah, talk. Yeah, because I because I feel your your ranting. Um. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, no, that's all good. It just. Has your uh, insane thing finished? Like, do you know it's, how bad it is? It's 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 jumping at thirty, which is as high as oh, we'll wow. ever get. It's, I wish yeah. I had thirty. Yeah, god damn. It's jumping around twenty six, which is a good. I'm happy with that because yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty yeah. decent. Our upload speed is forever awful, though. Um, mm. but yeah, whatever. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> um. All right, so now that we've got all the niceties out of the way, do you want to dive into some news? News! News! Lead us, boy. So uh, our first bit of news, I'm kind of basically going chronologically in regards to all of the news, so it may sound like I'm jumping back and forth. Yeah. And that's because I am. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so the first thing that I'm going to briefly talk about. Um, so, at the beginning of November, we got a teaser for Series 12, um, where they say to make space um, for the 23rd of November, 2019. Ooh. It's weird, because they're like, they're, they're space puns. Like, every bit of teaser they've done has been space-related. I wonder what. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what correlation. Sorry, I'm such an asshole. Continue. <laughs> no, but it's just funny. Like, considering the previous seasons was it's about time, so I don't know if they just decided to just go the other route and hope mm-hmm. that people didn't find it as weird. I guess. Um. All right. So the first major big thing to come from this uh, month. Is of course we finally get to find out who our writers and directors are for series twelve. Do you remember who they are, by the way? Nope. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna refresh your memory for you. So we have three writers returning from series eleven. Okay, hit me. The first one is Vinay Patel. He wrote Demons of the Punjab. Good. That was a good... That was a pretty solid episode, so I'm, I'm happy with that pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one was Ed Heim, who wrote It Takes You Away. Okay. Um, that's fine. Yeah. And then we have the last one being um, Aussie Pete McTie, who wrote Kablam! And I am very happy. Um... Because Kaplan was my favorite episode by a good margin, so. Oh yeah, it's weird how it's like, I I've done the stupid thing of rewatching series eleven again because I absolutely <laughs> hate oh. I absolutely hate myself apparently, but um Kaplan is still by far the best episode. It's not perfect, but it's still the only episode I, would, I gave an eight out of ten. So that probably says a lot. Um, also. 
we have three new writers. Um, and I literally have never heard of any of these writers beforehand, so... Exciting. My, new talent. Excuse my ignorance, if that's the case. Um, so the first one is Nina Matevia. I have... I should probably look it up. Let's let's look up to see what she's done. Um... Mm-hmm. It's always reassuring when there's not really a whole lot to look at. Um, so the most thing that she's done, she did the A-list. Um, mm, the only other one I can really think of is uh, The Life and Adventures of Nick Nickleby. And uh, she was the script editor. Ooh, okay. I've not heard of that. Um, she was also part of the script editor for, uh, The Woman Who Fell to Earth, so, interesting that most of her work's just been a script editor more than a writer. She's done from... it. She's, she's made it. I'm so excited. <laughs> apart from the A-list, yeah, a lot of what she's done is just scripting, like, the script editor. So, yeah, that's I always love when new writers come into it, so I'm just so excited. Yeah, I, I, as I said, I hope I hope all of these writers do really well. I want series twelve to be a step up. Yeah. Um, the next one is Maxine Alderton. I dig that surname, by the way. Alderton. <laughs> um, so she is mostly known for Emmerdale Farm. I don't know if that's a spin-off of Emmerdale. I presume it probably is. Mm-hmm. But um, she's literally only written that and The Worst Witch. And that's it. Um, so, I don't know how she's going to go in that regard. Um, and the last one is uh, Charlene James. Let's see what she's done. I feel like I should have done all this before, <laughs> but then that wouldn't be very much our style now, would it? <laughs> we are on the go. Yeah, we, we're all about um, just off the cuff. Okay, so she's also done a discovery of witches, like the like the other other person. Um, and she's done one miniseries, but actually she wrote one episode for one miniseries. Uh, she wrote a short and also that for another series. So, um, not really a whole lot to work off for this one, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so that means that each of those will get one episode to write and the remaining four episodes will be written by Chris Chibnall. The man himself. Which is interesting because that means he's writing one less episode than he did from Series 11. Mm. I'm just thinking about it. How many episodes did RTD write? He wrote more than four, I think. Surely. Like, in all these episodes, I'm sure he's written more than four. Same with Moffat. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing he's probably just doing it to diversify. Yeah. Diversify, but 
you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that there's going to be four new directors. I presume that they're responsible for all of them because I don't see anything in regards to bringing back old directors. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Uh, the first one we've got is... I'm very sorry. Uh, Nita Menzor. Um, let's see what she's done. I'm looking at their IMDb in the hopes that, you know, like something will come to mind. Yeah. Lady Parts is the only thing that she's probably her biggest involvement. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really all there is in regards to... Like, she's written other stuff, but Lady Parts is the only one I think I might have heard beforehand. Um, it's just really not... Not really not a whole lot to work with, which is interesting because it can go either one of two ways. Either the inexperience benefits them, or it really shows. But, um, yeah, I'm not too sure. The next one is Emma Sullivan. These just sound like names that I've generated in a in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Is it? Is that, that an is... insult? I don't know what that what what that means. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That probably is mean, but I know I'm tired, and that's my excuse. All right. We'll, so she's directed. Okay, she's directed quite a lot, quite a variety of drama. She's done Silent Witness. She's done Call the Midwife, and she's done Holby City. So. You know, that's probably um, one of the more experienced directors um, on this list, probably. I don't know. Still have two more to go through. Um, the next one is Jamie Magnus Stone. Uh, In the meantime, you know, just... Just make yourselves comfortable, you know? <laughs> like, go to prepare yourself. Um, oh, it's Scottish. I mean, should be given, but anyway. Oh, okay, so he directed... Oh, that's interesting, I didn't know that. He previously directed uh, Clara the TARDIS. Oh! You remember that short film? Yeah. Clara the TARDIS? Where, like, all the different Claras? Yeah, he did that. That is fascinating. Um, he also did um, something called The World According to The Village, Tripped, X Company. No, nah, Clara and the TARDIS is the only thing <laughs> that, um, that it really sticks to mind. Um, interestingly, he's got uh, Four episodes in series twelve under his belt, where I think everyone else just has two. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, and then, last but not least, we have um, 
Lee Haven Jones. I don't know what's with the the three worded names this season, but Lee Haven Jones. Have a look. Okay, so he's done the Bay, Shetland, uh, Vera, Casualty. Oh, he's done Wizards vs. Aliens. Oh, that's cool. You remember that's the uh, that's the one thing that uh, that's the Russell T Davies show after he did Doctor Who. Oh, I haven't actually seen it. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, so he, Russell T Davies did a uh, cucumber and banana, I think it was, and then yeah, he did Wizards Wizards versus Aliens. So I'd give it a watch. It's pretty good, pretty decent. Yeah, he's definitely the most experienced director out of all of these. So. I mean, if there's one that I'm probably keeping my eye out for, it's going to be this guy. Um, yeah. That wraps up all of the directors and writers for Series 12. What are your thoughts? New talent, I'm excited. That's my thoughts. Mm. But, I mean, that's that's totally fair. I mean, as I said, it's going to be a, a free-for-all, I guess. It's always good to have new blood. Hopefully it pays off for them. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll find out at some point in 2020. So, <laughs> um, The next thing that we're going to talk about is we know four of the stars coming to Series 12. The first one is... Sir Lenny Henry. I have no idea who he is. People keep talking him up, but I have no idea who he is. Do you know who he is? Nope, I do not. I'm sorry. Alright, cool. So we're going to skip to the one that I actually do know. Uh, Stephen Fry. Um, that was a surprise. I, I didn't expect to see Stephen Fry appear in Series 12. Uh-huh. I know, I know he's wanted to... Um, be on the show for a while. He was even supposed to write um, an episode in Series 2, I believe, uh, but that fell through, and we got Love and Monsters instead, so, you know, that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the next one's the other two stars that I don't know either of them. Um, I'm going to really screw this up. Uh, the first one is... Goran Visenjic. Um And then the other one is Robert Glenister. So, I don't know. These sound like, if you were in Britain, they probably sound like big names to you. But apart from Stephen Fry, I have literally no idea in, in the slightest who these people are. <laughs> uh I'm so sorry. I'm really glad that most of the people listening to this are American, so they're probably in the same boat as us. Um, and that's what I'm going with in regards to an excuse. Thoughts on any of the, the casting choices? Nope. Nope. Happy, <laughs> Happy to just move along. Happy to move along, boy? I am happy. Alright, cool. So now we've got. So now that we're um, apparently really close to the release, um, Chibnall has started doing um, doing some press. Uh, the first thing is 
he says that the rumors that he's leaving in at the end of series 12 oh, sorry yeah the plans that he's leaving at the end of series 12 is bullshit yeah and that he's already tell started him. he's already started planning um series 13 he was like please write this verbatim somebody made that up it was a lie it's 100% grade a shall i say nonsense or shall i say bullshit I don't know how many oh. times to say it. I swear on my life. What a man. It's categorically untrue. We're already planning the next series after this series, though. Fuck yeah, he is. If only his yeah. episodes were written with as much confidence as his press, um, you know, shit was, then I would be happy. Because bullshit is exactly what <laughs> I like to hear. Um, do you like... That he's staying on for three seasons minimum, or look, I mean, I feel like my feelings towards Chibnall staying will be highly dependent on how well this season does. Uh huh. I mean, I could ex- potentially excuse series eleven just being a, a colossal, colossal misstep, but as long as you learn from those mistakes and you know give us better stories and like I, I want him I want him and I want Jody to succeed I mean I know that I was very cynical um and I had a joke about how much I dislike series 11 yeah understandably it is terrible don't do it to yourself but um <laughs> look as I said at the end of the day it's still Doctor Who and I just want it to do well um I mean, this whether we like it or not, this is the Doctor Who that we're getting, so... I'm just praying that this time I'm going to enjoy it a whole lot more. <laughs> um, that's really all I have to say about that. Uh, I know that's kind of a non-answer, but that's because, you know, it's hard to judge it off one series, you know. Yeah, I think... I just think... I honestly just hope it's a misstep in terms of... Even Series 8, for a Capaldi run, wasn't strong, but obviously it was stronger than 11, so it's not a good comparison, but the point stands, I feel like... You should have said 7, it was probably... probably 7, yeah, I'm, I'm talking new, that's why. That's why I was okay. just... Yeah, but that, that's a fair point. 7 is weaker than 8. Um, but I just think, given what he's talked about with Series 12... Again, he's just—it's it, just talking the stage. So I can't really judge. Well, but... well, well. Speaking of talking about series four, well, we're about to get to all of that. What? You ready for all of it? Okay, hit me. So, um, of course, he was doing more press. He was like, uh, "We want to do big, action-packed, emotional, scary, funny stories," and I think we want to go up a level from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year was a recruitment year for the show for the Doctor getting everybody in, it's always a stepping on point with the new Doctor, and also bringing that existing audience as well. I think we did alright in the recruiting year, and this year we're saying to those people and any other people, okay, here's the amazing world of Doctor Who, and here's lots of treats, and here's lots of new stuff, and here's some old stuff. Let's see what you make of this. But also I think for ourselves, the ambition is go up a level, and I think we've done that. Scale, storytelling, everything. I would say we are aiming to keep moving forward and up. There are bigger moments this year. Um, they've also 
He's also got some amazing monsters, according to him. Also, Muscaria, bigger action set pieces, uh. old monsters coming back. He, he says it's a lovely little balance with some amazing new monsters. Uh, and there's a little, tread th- little thread trickling through, so you know it's not the same. We're developing the story of the 13th Doctor mm-hmm. and this game. Um, we're delving deeper into the 13th Doctor this year. That's all I'm saying. You'll see things you didn't see last year in terms of facets to the Doctor. It's almost like they're giving her range to work with this season. I hope so. I really hope this is not just see, all talk. See, here's the thing. Even with all this talk, I'm still excited about Doctor Who again. Um, I was excited at the start of, at the start of season 11. I was excited all throughout season 11 still. And I'm excited now. Um... You were the optimist. I'm the optimist. Else. Look, when Jodie was announced, I ran downstairs. My mum had the the thing the the um the release trailer on her phone, and she showed me it. And I just my as soon as she freaking turned around, my I I lost it. And ever since mm-hmm. then, I've been so optimistic because I know she's a great actress and I know she's a great writer. But I just hope that this talk will match because you know we're so we were so not cynical but we were so negative in our podcast admittedly so because of the season that I just love to be gushy about Doctor Who again and it seems like he's 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 you know he's he, he's um looked back he's seen what didn't work and he's trying to like make a show that he thinks will work not just the show that he wants um so you know not just sticking by new villains not being that just to subvert for the sake of it trying to make things hopefully be better with his companion writing um and yeah i'm excited again and i hope it's good and that's it i I really think that our commentaries also has kind of helped us hype up you know oh yeah which is good it Um, always keeps things things like in motion so i am excited yeah it's kind of like for us, there was there's been real no lull because we've been watching Doctor Who anyway. Oh yeah, and then at one point, maybe next year, because I always say I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna finally go back and watch the classic Doctor Who because I just feel like I'd love to do a, a um a just... classic series. Um, what's it called? Like a year of commentary for the classic yeah. series. Yeah, because I just yeah. think it'd be so much fun to finally go back to because the thought that I've only seen, you know freaking what f- five doctors out of you know it's it's just like there's so much out there that i haven't seen yet because i just i'm lazy i'm not sure how it'll be i know it'll be good but mm. i haven't watched it yet so i'm keen definitely do that um so yeah <laughs> no I was, I was just just enjoying that just a nice little ramble um but yeah apparently Chimnall doesn't like to keep his mouth closed because he's also got more things to say about Series 12. More? Hit me. He says that the opener is the biggest episode he's he's done, saying that it might be the biggest episode the show's done. <laughs> give me, he said give me a good episode. The episode will be a lot of action, a lot of fun. And a big action-packed boot. If you think Resolution's big, Episode 1 is bigger, unquestionably. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, resolution was was pretty big, but I'm excited still. I'm just I'm so keen. Uh, we come in with episode one at such a kind of velocity of opening. We're back and we're having a blast, and I think we're just trying to push Doctor Who as far as it can go, really. Oh. <sighs> All I'm hearing Which is ambitious, means... ambitious, ambitious, and I'm just even if it's, even if there's some missteps, I feel like the confidence will shine through. That's my current hope um but he seems really confident with what he's done so all we can do is just open our minds to it and uh hope for the best woohoo doctor who hype it's still nothing he's still going by the way oh no yeah i'm I'm just cutting through continue um no 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 like there's more thing that he's mentioned he said that series 12 will see the return of two-part stories uh, he's like, I love a two-parter, and our two-parters are I epic this year. Mm-hmm. You know, epic like that Fortnite win? No, oh, God. <laughs> where, where are you on the writing team for this season with, with quips like that? Whoa. I know, right? Goodness, you're really appealing to... Anyway, go on. <laughs> I can't even... I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to those millennials. Millennials. All right. Sup, dudes. Um... Yeah, we always knew last year would be those ten standalone stories, and this year we wanted to weave things in a bit more. I think you can tell different types of stories within a Doctor Who two-parter. I love a Doctor Who cliffhanger. Obviously, even though we didn't officially do two-parters last year, you could argue that the woman who fell to Earth as a cliffhanger into the second, a two-parter that wasn't a two-parter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 a pretty loose term for a two-parter. <laughs> because they don't really exist like in the They same don't, universe. but let him have his cake. <laughs> that's like that's like saying every episode, right? They travel in the in the TARDIS, so the next episode's technically a two-parter. You know, it doesn't really work. Two parters only kind of really work if they're in the same you know, scenario. Mm-hmm. Tacking on the end that they're in, that they're on Earth, and then next time they're in space, and then at the end, of the, at the start of the next episode, is set where they ended up. You know, I don't really feel that could be justified as a two-parter. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So. Any other thoughts you have on anything that Chibnall's hyped up for us? Um, I've just looked up the IMDb page for season 12. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, guys, before we get... I love Doctor Who, but it hasn't been my... Like, the thing I, like, keep up to date with as far as news goes. That's something that Nick does. So I've just read what the first episode is going to be about. Um... And I'm shitting myself with glee right now. I assume you know. I'm assuming you're going to mention it. But. Oh my god. Nick. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? If this is December news, you can cut this out. But. what? It is December Okay, news. okay. What do you think of this? Just quickly. Wait, so, Sidebar. Wait. Sidebar. Oh, so you said me something. Okay. No, no. Like, oh. sidebar. Oh, do you want me to say it to you? Yeah, please. Okay. You, you, you cut this all out. Um, yeah. Oh, right. my God. 
So you don't know this, or you do? I mean, I might. I mean, okay. I just I I, 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 I just, just, just out of curiosity, and I'm shitting myself right now. Just send it on and find out. Alright. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the post. I'm just, yeah. What do you think? Right. Is that? I, I mean, I like it. Ah! Uh, I mean... <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, I don't know. That was okay. I mean, okay. If you watch, if you watch it, you kind of feel like uh, Stephen Fry is MI6, just the way he talks. Yeah. <sighs> okay, sorry. You can tell us that. I'm so sorry. Um, just yeah, no, sorry. Um, okay. Oh, I'm just sorry. Right. I just did it. It's a Doctor Who's five. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. Ready? Yeah. So, yeah. Any other commentary you have in regards to all of the hype? Uh, look, I'm just on board. I'm just an optimistic prick who is on board 100% with what Series 12 will bring. Um... And yeah, I'm hoping it's just upwards from here. Even if it's not like a perfect, like, you know, a stellar season, if it's an improvement, if he's improving on things that were the missteps of Series 11, um, then I am happy and hope that it just goes up. Because the best thing you can do with, you know, Doctor Who is just learn from what didn't work and go on. And it sounds like he's learned. So, come on, Chibi. Whoa. Come on. Speaking of um, all of that... We have one final final thing to talk about. You ready to talk about this? I am ready to talk about this. This Series 12 trailer, which came out on... For us, it came out on the 24th, but in America or the UK, it came out on the 23rd of November to Uh coincide with the 56th anniversary. Because we're ahead of you, bitches. Doctor Who? Yeah. So, what did you think of the trailer? I liked it. I know people who didn't like it. I know it's not the saving grace, like, okay, we're fine now, Doctor Who's going to be good again. Um, but I just like seeing the confidence and seeing just an array of different um, like glimpses of stories. Because with, with Doctor Who trailers, you're obviously going to get like a bunch of like out of context, just because obviously each segment's a completely different story, whereas other shows are still you're sort of like getting the same type of style, but with this it's just like okay, here's what you can expect, we're not giving you much, but it looks like there's more focus on on the Doctor as a character, which I love, and just all the set pieces look really fun, so optimistic. Cautious optimistic, but optimistic, as I usually am. How about you? Um, I it's... There's really not a whole lot to go off. Most of the clips that we've seen are of uh, Jody in the suit, um, which seems to suggest a lot of it's based off the first episode. Yeah. That's just a hunch that uh-huh. it's the first episode, but a lot of the time when they do trailers, they'll usually only take snippets from maybe the first four to five episodes. Yep, that's true. So they don't, they don't spoil anything that happens later uh-huh. down the season. Um, uh, I think visually it looks a little brighter. It looks so much better. I don't know. I, like, the, the colour grading looks a I lot ju- I just had an issue with prominent. some of the episodes from last season. Just, like, on a visual and stylistic standpoint. I feel like they just yeah. overdid it sometimes, or didn't do enough. And this is just, like, like I love it. 
particularly Snorfest, which had such a muted color. Mm-hmm. I refuse to call it by its name. I'm just going to call it Snorfest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. um like yeah. yeah. It's just when sh- you walk around. Oh. I understand why, but still, like. Yeah, no. Visually, it looks boring. Whereas this just looks yeah, like there's some. Yeah. You know, even though it's obvious that there's some obvious, you know, BBC CGI going on, it's still they still manage to make it work as far as these really mm. brief out of context shots. Um. And I'm excited. It looks fun. It looks like a romp. It looks like a freaking action romp, some of these set pieces. And I assume that's what he means with the first episodes being, like, action-oriented. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I just... I'm excited. So. And then, of course, we get a little bit of a snippet of the jitter. Yes, we do! <laughs> Not a big one, but we still get a little bit. That's all I need. Um... And some of them looks vaguely similar to the Ragnos. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was probably... not, but it was, but it's not, but it's not. But it looks, it, it's probably like the Vin Vochi to the Vochi, you know? Yeah. The, the, like the cacti. Um, but I don't know. It just it looks a lot better. It does. I like the, um, that bit where they're being chased by the monster and the monster turns too quick, like too Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That was done pretty well. I actually dig that. Like, that's that's hopefully a component of a really great set piece that I'm excited to see. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I have a bit of a hot take. Um, yeah. I... I feel bad saying this. It's, it's about the Cybermen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm excited for the Cybermen. It's just in general. I just... It's been a I, common... It's been too soon. It's... it's it they've, they've... I already think... I already think that they've done it too much with Capaldi, let alone to bring it back again. I'm just, I just think there are the, even if they're not as popular villains that you could take from the older seasons, you know, because obviously the, the most popular that you have to work with in terms of like villains are Dalek and Cybermen. But even then, I'm just, uh, I mean, we just, we've already had it so many times. I'm just sort of sick of it now. But, you know. I, I mean, with so it's it's like my opinion of the Daleks with um uh what's it called RTD the Daleks kind of worked as a recurring villain because yeah there was an overarching storyline mm-hmm. like yeah they got more and more like sorry they got sorry they got less and less as they um as like the further they got through to exactly. the point there was eventually just one who mm-hmm. went insane um. I think there's a similarity there with with um the Cybermen and Capaldi. Um, they they were kind of a joke during the Matt Smith era, but the Capaldi's era, I think you can kind of say that it's like a mirror, like the whole point, like the their inclusion in Series Eight was to be used by Missy, and then in Series Ten. The master uses it to lure Missy back, you know. So I don't know. I, I think there's a bit of a parallel that they can kind of get away with it. Plus, the two parter was so goddamn good that I, that it's perfectly justifiable that they used it again. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I I don't know. As long as the stories are good, I don't really care. At the end of the day, just I think it was too soon. To bring the Cybermen back, honestly. Yeah. Um, I understand Dalek, what you mean. Yeah. In terms of it being like 
a Capaldi sort of feature, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't I, just, know. I, just, I just, I just assume it'll be the series final villain, and I'm just not excited for that. But I hope it's not. Maybe like, not. I feel like it's gonna. I'm, I think the only way it'd be more disappointing is if you find out that it it came from a cybermite. You know, the little oh yeah, the, the little rat thing from uh-huh. closing time. I just don't want that to be involved. <laughs> that's so that's so that, that's so specific that I actually kind of hope it is that just to see your reaction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be like, I'd be it's like, just it's not a specific. <laughs> like, remember that cybermite from closing time? Let's just like not bring that back. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I do, I do. Yeah, it's just my, my my one sort of grunt. Like, the reason why these villains work is because they've been in so many times. So let's grab some some other monsters from previous Doctor Who seasons and make them sort of like give them like the Simon treatment. Maybe not to that extent, obviously, because then I'm just the issue all over again. But you know, RGD did a pretty good job of he did he did reintroducing he, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Well, well, even if it's stuff from like RTD's era. That was only brought in once. Even if it's like bringing that back, I I, I wouldn't mind. Actually, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind the Slovene as long as they like turned and turned down the um the farting <laughs> and like made their design more sinister. I guess. Yeah. I love stuff like dog, like the looking, you... yeah. Looking at them now, they look too baby faced to take it <laughs> seriously. That was such a campy episode, though. I didn't really mind, but yeah, I do agree. But the, the logistics behind it actually are pretty... It is. It's really compelling pretty. for a... You know... And for that episode was, you know, about the freaking like, aliens like in London. Shed, they shed their, their people's skin and then they wear it. Like, that's... That's that's a horrifying concept. It is, yeah. But then you can't take it fuck seriously because Sylvine looked like the Sylvine, so... You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I've really got. Um, Do they show the Sidemen in the trailer? Or is that something you saw outside of it? I can't remember. In Series 12 trailer. It is, is it in the trailer? Yes, it does. It makes an appearance. Um, Two quick shots, unless there's another one that I'm missing, uh, of, uh, you know, the classic, you know, quality distortion fire and smoke and like this this like you know robust side men emerge from the from the smoke oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, then a I'll close up the yeah. Now, yeah to be fair if that's the direction they're gonna take it like the sort of like the jaded side men like <laughs> looking for revenge or some shit then maybe it'll be fun if they mix it up but they've done stuff like this in the past and they're probably gonna like hopefully they don't follow a similar narrative pattern with the side men because otherwise I see myself being pretty bored by their presence. But he seems like he's into waving old and new, so I won't be too pissed. Well, I was just rewatching the trailer. There was two other things that I um uh, I noticed that I want to comment on. Firstly, um they're on a plane, which brings back the question, are they going to continue the whole president of the world thing? That uh started up in Death of Heaven. Oh, what do you think? yeah. I kind of like that. Get... I wish it was sort of content. Yeah. And um, the other thing is the line where, like, I didn't know anything could get into the TARDIS, and she responds, "Neither did I." And I'm like, "Really, Doctor? Really? 
the amount of shit in the recent years that have got into the TARDIS, and you're surprised that something can still get in. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's just like. I don't know. It's uh, it's just a bizarre line that makes no sense if you, you know, pay any attention to more than two years of watching Doctor Who. You're like, but they were in the TARDIS, and that was in the TARDIS, and that was in the TARDIS. <laughs> Hell, Donna's whole story started because she was randomly in the TARDIS. <laughs> I didn't you know, watch shit like, like that. Just like random contrivances of people just appearing in the TARDIS. That's oh, the dream. Oh, was so contrived. It's beautifully contrived. I love it. Um, Why do I get the feeling you might pick the Runaway Bride for December now? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even think that episode's that great, but I probably will. We'll see. Uh, I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like... She was pretty irritating to watch in that episode. Oh yeah, no. She she was she was like given much better stuff to work with in her actual season than that. Yeah. Um, Who knew when they were considered less of a joke that actually be used, yeah, utilized like, properly? It's a fun episode, but it's nothing particularly good. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm a huge Donna fan, so even I'll be you know be like, yeah, you know. But thankfully, I'm intrigued. To, I'm intrigued to see what you're gonna pick. Oh, so am I. I have so much to work with. Um, in terms of yeah, the holiday season, ah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm still just thinking about like where do we go with the commentaries? Because like, I mean, we could do classic series, and we might do that eventually when we like have more classic series to like work with, I guess. Um, and then two other ideas that you know, one of them, but then I'll let you know what the other one is after yeah. this. So. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't believe it's almost coming to an end. It's kind of sad. It is, but it's a it's been a year long journey with us. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Uh, that kind of uh, that's all the thoughts I really have for the trailer. Do you have any more thoughts? That's it. I think it's something that I'm particularly more to say. Um, yeah. All right. Um, before we get into um, uh, my episode pick, um, we want to, we should talk about an episode, an episode that has been brought up at least once or twice, I'm pretty sure, in the past on this podcast. Knives Out. Ha <laughs> ha! You ready? Woohoo! Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Okay. You can compose yourself. I am composed. <laughs> Alright, so, what did you think of Knives Out? Loved it so much. Um, I, I just, it's like that, it's just perfectly sort of like, it's, a, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm losing words, oh my god. It's essentially like a whodunit sweat dream. Uh, whodunit lover's wet dream. In the sense that, it's not only a great, Kudanit film in the classic sense, but it's just subverty and twisty in a way that, you know, keeps things fresh, not for the sake of it, but for the sake of realising that, okay, audiences know what to expect with these films, let's make it more fun, let's make it more, you know, 
And I love that. I love that Ryan Johnson loves whodunits. Um, and wanted to bring one in 2019. I love the cast. Uh, I love the fact that, no spoilers, there is a scene where the main character's mother watches Mercy Road in Spanish. I, I love that so much. Um, mm-hmm. And I love Daniel Craig's accent. And I love the final shot. So, that's my burst thoughts. What do you think? Oh, the mug. Right. <laughs> right, right. The mug. Clever. Yeah, that's a, that's a good final shot. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think I had I had okay expectations going in. Uh-huh. I mean, it's hard not to associate Ryan Johnson with The Last Jedi, so <laughs> I feel like obviously that kind of brought down my expectations a little bit. Like, I thought it might do okay, but no, I was like, you know what? I, I've heard great things. I'm going to watch it, going to bring my girlfriend, and we're going to have a great time. And you know, Yes. We both did. It was an absolute happy. joy from start to finish. It's just such a great script. I can't get over how good the script is. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and I love the visuals. The visuals are so captivating like i mean say what you will about ryan he's he's a great filmmaker yeah Um, i love his style i love the all the all the dollies all of them you just you you know you can just see him um setting up the perfect shot you know the perfect composition and moving the camera towards it and the filmmaker in me is just giddy as hell whenever you get that all right let's Let's drive the camera in. Let's get Daniel Craig in this gorgeous light and go. Oh my God, Daniel Craig. <laughs> the only thing you really know Daniel Craig from is Bond and that one time he sounded American in um, Tomb Raider. <laughs> um, but no, it was generally great to see Daniel Craig, um, you know, actually have an awesome performance that's mm-hmm. not the stoic. Yeah performance used to with Bond. I mean, yeah, he had Logan Lucky, but I haven't seen that still, so this is technically my first real experience of seeing um, Craig have his acting chops. Um, Tony Collette, I feel like it was a bit underutilized. She was. There were some performers that weren't but it really was a Daniel Craig and Anna de Armas piece, so I didn't mind. I think everyone did oh, get... Oh, she was stellar. <laughs> I think everyone in the supporting cast did get a moment. Um, I think Michael Shannon was a hoot from beginning to end. I think Jamie Lee Curtis had a great moment. I think um, Tony Collette had a great moment. Don Johnson was freaking fun. hilarious. Even um, the one who I think wasn't used the most, I forgot his last name, the one who played the... Um, the Nazi kid, Jaden something. Sorry, I'll get his name up. <laughs> even he had a couple good moments, even though his character obviously wasn't, you know, as He was the butt of the joke, essentially. Yeah, he was. Um, but I think everyone had, like, a shining moment. And even Frank Oz, who, <laughs> who cameos oh, in this. I didn't even bloody know oh, Frank Oz. I love that they were together last night, and now they're like, oh, I love it so much. But yeah, Frank Oz... Of Muppet and Star Wars fame, uh, plays a cameo role as like the the Will 
own what the official title is, but the one who, like, you know, sits with them with the will, reads it out, you know, gets yelled at a lot. <laughs> but he's so great. Everyone has a great little... Even um, Noah Segan, who plays the the uh, cop who's, like, a bit of a fanboy for uh, for the mystery novels written by... Harlan Thrombey uh, and Daniel Craig yeah. stuff. He's just... I love him because he's hes who I would be in that situation. Like, um, oh my God. But yeah, the entire cast is just stellar. So it really uh, is one of my favourite films. Surprised you admitted two of the other ones. I've, Chris I've, Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. Of course you can imagine him. He's, 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 he's the big sweater one the game. He's sweater game. Now it's actually interesting because like... He isn't in there as much as you think he will be in there for. No, and he, but when he's on there, he steals a goddamn show. Oh yeah, um, I see like a sequel, a, like a set of films with Daniel Craig's detective. I just, I really need it. And I know Ryan no, Johnson no, no. said he would do it if the, if the movie does well, and the movie is doing well so far. I'm good for him yeah. to you know come up every three or four years and make one of these things with a different like cast. Yeah, just just like vary it. Have like one like, original yeah. movie and then Knives Out three. It's still Knives original. It's just the the one character that links through, and maybe occasionally Amanda Armas can come in and like help him solve the case. I don't know. She's rich, um, but yeah, I just I love it so much. I know that we haven't um. We're not going to talk about our anticipated picks next year. Yes. But I was surprised that um, Death in the Nile is coming out next year. It is. Uh, and... I was like, oh, they're bringing back the the Kenneth Branagh Poirot to do another one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I know nothing. I, I, unlike Murder on the Orient Express, which everyone seems to know the story of. Yeah. I don't really know the story of Death on the Nile, which is why I'm Yeah, I haven't read this one, I of, but I have yeah, seen I a, another um, adaptation with Peter Peter Ustinov as Poirot uh, with, a, with a fantastic cast. And the story is good. Um, I just hope that this is a better adaptation than his version of Murder on the Express, which I thought was visually phenomenal, and that's it. Um, yeah. Even though I think well, he... Yeah, it's- yeah. He was, he was a being a purist, and that was almost to its detriment. I don't think it worked at all. And I, it, honestly, this is really mean, but mm. it gutted, It was gutting to me that that was people's first introduction to the story. Because when I read that for the first time, I read that all the night, which I never do with books, at least not now. Um, yeah. And I was just utterly enraptured and just, like, not even disappointed by the end when I usually would be with mysteries like that I was just like you bloody legend Agatha Christie like you played me like a book um like a fiddle um and mm-hmm. yeah would you once but it was a good once and so yeah I guess it's just kind of s- sad that that was people's introduction but I do think as Poirot Kenneth Branagh did a pretty fine job I think he was the what kept me going with the film and not completely falling out of it um, and I hope this one is better because this will probably be people's first introductions to Death on the Nile as well so let's hope it's a solid solid adaptation mm. but yeah well I mean, I mean that's why I brought it up because I'm like well apparently there is a thing for us so hopefully 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Knives Out 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was generally surprised, and I mean, it's my second favorite movie of the year, so I feel Damn like that right says it a is. lot. Amen. Mm. Um, Alright, so, you may wonder why I brought that up. Well, just like in that movie, and just like in the Star Wars The Last Jedi. Here we go. That movie subverts your expectations. And so will I today. (laughs) What are you going to do? Just get over and done with. I can't handle this. We are going to review... Oh, no. One episode. Oh! This is why you said we'd we'd be finished before 12. Because you knew. sure did. You little shit. You you plant the seeds. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, do I guess it and as per usual or? You only need one guess. If you're clever enough, you only need one guess. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Um, do I get a season or like a doctor or no? No. If you're clever, you should know it already. <laughs> I'm not going to get it. And you know that. Okay. Yeah, but you'll feel, feel really stupid. It has to be you'll a... Feel... It can't be a normal episode. Um, I'm, not, I'm not giving you any... No, I, I, this is me talking to myself right now. Good. My gut instinct... My gut... My first feeling... Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say... No, I'll fuck it, I'll say it. My first instinct was Dead Doctor. Um, November release, 50th anniversary. You love it so much that you would you probably put it on at one point. That's my first instinct. But is that, is it that is a bit long. And assuming that you still stand by your 12 o'clock thing, maybe it's a special but not that long of a special. Or maybe it's a normal episode and I'm just talking shit. Um... Uh, if you're clever, I don't know what what. Ah. Uh, um. I'm Nick. I hate you. Want me to put you out of misery? I'm trying to think of. You know what? I'm not gonna get it because I've missed this big clue. So. Hit me. Oh, no, you're right. It's the day of the dog. <laughs> yes! <laughs> of course. You, 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 My gut instinct when you chose one episode was right. God, I'm amazing. You were overthinking it. I was, you because obsessively. I didn't know why you were... Because for you to subvert expectations, you would not pick your f- probably favorite episode of the entire series. Um, so, but still... Well played. I'm excited. Thank you. I'm excited. I was, I... For, I was hoping for 12, but I'm like, we were just talking about other stuff for so long. <laughs> but... That's okay. We'll finish it just, just before 12.30, and I'm good with that. Um, all yeah. right. Do you need to take a quick break, or? No, nah, I'm right. ready. I'm I will load it up. Let's go. I'm just ready to just enjoy the ride. Ah, I, I, I just need, like, an enjoyable... Like, this is something that, that, that just... They just nailed. They just nailed it, you know. I just don't have anything else mm. to say. 
And I'll probably say the exact same thing after I finish the season. Uh, the episode. Um. Alright. Alright, mine's still loading up. Loading on up. The first, the first episode of Doctor Who I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. I love that story because I was so clueless. I was so utterly clueless, Nick. Yeah, because dumbass, you decided to... I watched it when it aired. So part of me was always, always attuned, Nick. It was always attuned. Um, yep. And that was, a, that was the day when I decided to go back and start watching the show. Alright, I'm on the first second. I am on... on like, okay, so we're going to go into the first episode. Alright, I see no, it. No, no, like... Like, it's just... You can just see the little things start to... Yeah, like, okay. Not the first, yeah, so, so, the so, so it's not total black. It's just the little bit start. Yeah. Alright, I'll go there. Alright. When you are ready, count us in, and we're going to watch a... Extra special episode. Alright. Three... Two, one, play. Dun, 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 uh oh. Oh, I'm good. Oh, I just. <laughs> it's just so perfect. Like, I feel like I'm overhopping it, but no, it just is that good. I love the callback to an unearthly child. I've seen an episode. I have. I've seen a fair few from the first season of Doctor Who. So I feel happy about that. It's so weird, Series 7 Clara to Series 8 Clara. Oh, yeah. Everybody in this episode, that actor, that random guy, Privilege for life, for being in this yeah. episode. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just really happy to start. But oh, mm, Clara's theme. Oh, my heart. Such a good theme. I might admit that this is still the best companion theme. You're probably right. It's so soothing to listen to. Oh, it's just it's so perfect, Nick. I can't. Yeah. You know when something's so, you know, like everyone is hyping it up, everyone's loving it. You wonder, could it be that good? In this case, it, it is that good. Is. Yeah. Of course, there's cocktails on the moon. It's just, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm talking about this episode like as a whole while we watch it. Because yeah. I love how it's I'll... so indebted to the past, yet simultaneously looking forward, and I yeah, love that exactly. sort of balance because it's just it's what it's my ideology in terms of just like life, I guess, acknowledging what's come before. Oh but... my god, this song is so sick! Oh! Do you know the coolest thing about this song choice right now? The visuals that's matching unit it. Theme, the <laughs> Sorry. unit theme from series one. This right. Is this is the bit where um the Slovene crash into. Oh my event. god! Yeah. Throwbacks to not only Doctor Who from its long gone, but the as a revived series. Pretty cool. It's it's owing a debt to. 
So yeah, oh, it's the just scarf? amazing how. Oh. <laughs> and it looks good. It hasn't dated aged badly. These effects. Yeah. It's been seven years. Almost. It's got that big budget. <laughs> it's been six years actually. Fifth <laughs> yeah. anniversary budget. I love that the CG is actually. I think why it works so well is that it's so minimal. You know, it is. They're not over. Look, they're just like was it very minor glimpses. You know, they probably just used the same thing they did from the eleventh hour. Because remember in that episode, he was hanging off the edge of the TARDIS too. Right. In that. So they probably just did the same visual effects there. Yeah. Again, an ode to his first episode. So many firsts. There Nick. it is. Ah, that's so cool. He's like dun, dun, dangling dun, dun, while his name's there. And she's just watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> David. <laughs> just seeing his this name. Just perfect. seeing his name. Okay. It just fills me with so much joy inside. Billy Piper. And John, John Hurt. If ever you needed a selling point. Testament is such a great actor that can embody a role that he never got a season, like a show for. He just embodies it with this. Oh. I loved the awkward demeanor like that. That that did not play off well, and that was the point. And I love it. Oh. <laughs> 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 I like how nonchalant it, the title just like, like, it's like yeah, deal with it. We're ten minutes. So we're almost ten da- minutes. Dear doctor, cool. Let's go. No, five minutes into the episodes so again. Now with the titles. Nick Huron, you bloody legend. The visuals in this are exquisite. I remember this was the teaser for, like, the episode going in, this bit here. That we were looking at the painting. I was watching this in 3D. Look how sick sick this would have been. Oh. God. Oh, that eyebrow change. All I'm thinking about right now is how different it would have been if it was Capaldi and not Matt Smith. Right. I don't know. It, it's weird because, like, 
I feel like it's this is perfect for Matt Smith, but like, yeah, you know, it's Peter Peter Goddamn Capaldi. Yeah, he's a god at monologues. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. The oh, fact that, that the, shot! The Doctor has silenced this part of his life out, and it's yeah. doctor, it's a Doctor that that just came in for this is a perfect like. It just make it just it, it's a contrivance that works. Perfectly. Do you recognize? Do you recognize this audio cube boy? I recognize. I I remember it. I don't know what from. Journey's End. Ah. Oh. You and your freaking audio cues. Oh yeah, I made sure I recognized where all of these audio came from. I told you. Do I'm you just pick it up, or soundtrack. do you like look up, like, or do you just know? I mean, I know what this song is actually called. Right. That 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 would help. <laughs> And I like that after the episode, like all the people, like on the on, like the fan people, were like, let's try and figure out every single song that they used from the past ten years in, in this in this goddamn episode. Oh. But yeah, the episode, the the song called is called the dark the the is it the dark and endless starry night or something like that. But yeah. It's amazing how fitting it is. God damn, John Hurt's a legend. I like how, even though there's a literal war happening between the Time War, the, the Time Lords and the Daleks, they're like, oh, fuck, the Doctor's here, we've got to get him. Right? Like, he's just, his presence is just like... <laughs> like... Gee, come on, you have to know where this one's from. Ah. Uh... Do you... I, I know it, but I don't know what it's from. It's the Pandorica speech, boy. Okay, sorry. Where he's, like, telling off through all the aliens in the I sky. feel so dumb not knowing these audio cues. <laughs> but you hear it now, can't you? I hear it, and I know that... I've, no, I've heard it. I sent it with the episode. Oh, Stonehenge! <laughs> I feel like that was a minor jab at the end of time. <laughs> With a box. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs>
lasers. I like how this is just a throwaway line from the, um, the end of time. And then Moffat's like, you know what? I can make an entire episode around this concept. <laughs> Seriously, though, the directing in this episode's fucking stellar. Do you know what the best thing about this episode is? What's that? Even though it goes for an hour and, let's say, an hour and 15 minutes, it flies by so goddamn quickly. It does. Remember when they came back here and listened and it blew everyone's mind? <laughs> and then it was re re back in, in Hellbent. Oh god, yeah. Goddamn old man with technology doesn't know how it works. Have you tried turning it off and on again? We interrupt oh. you. To... <laughs> it's like we interrupt Doctor Who to give you a jump scare. <laughs> it's impressive, like how much I like Ro like I love Billy Piper when she's not playing Rose. I know. Just goes to show how much of that. When's the riding and not her? Like, you, I could not imagine Rose acting like this. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Rose is too pure, and here we have the sarcastic, sarcastic Rose. Like, if this is what we got, I would think I prefer her much more. That is, like, the most underrated joke of this episode. <laughs> and there are a lot of good jokes in this episode.
<laughs> a reference he doesn't get yet because he's not there. Yet. John Hurt's been on screen for five minutes and he's already upstaged everyone. Legitimately. Like, he's, he's, the way he speaks, it's just, he looks war-torn. More does. so than, like, Eccleston does. Yeah. The weariness on his face. God, he's phenomenal. Ah. Mm. Rest in peace, man. Imagine having to suffer that pain. chills right now i know same here it's just so good i will admit if there's anything i would change it's the portal, because that's probably the shittest part about this episode so far. What, like the actual narrative not, device not... or the effect? No, just the effect. Okay, yeah, no, it's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> just this yellow swirl. I reckon it would be more effective if it was like a cracking time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it would also be more interesting because it would come into play in the next episode, too. This is such a thing Tenet would... would... Yeah, god damn it, This is, <laughs> is such a tenant situation, I love it. Yeah. It just feels so out of it's place, it's like a Smith thing, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, what was my previous incarnation like? Oh! <laughs> oh, this is clever. Like, I know the Moffat's known for being too clever with things. Yeah. I mean, but it, we it, have sure lost my love for it, but still. This just works so perfectly. Like, when you first watch it, you think it's like a bad guy or something. 
Tenet! I will admit, that's a pretty good painting of the Tenet. Oh, yeah. Love that, that title. That's pretty good. I'm really picky about titles in film and TV and how they... How much ever people put into them. You mean like in Resolution where they use the meme font? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love this shot so much. This is like composition heaven. Oh my god. Okay, it's done. Over now. I can cry. Oh. <laughs> ah, I got gotcha. you. Because <laughs> I like how it's a callback to Blink. Yeah. Yours, I got. <laughs> I love that they brought back the Zygons. Such a f- just because David Tennant loves the Zygons, and that's literally it. the bewilderment in his face like what have I done (laughs) yep the virgin the best bits. <laughs> I like how the rubber's like not dealing with any of this shit. Oh! I miss David Tennant so much. I wish his hair was more sticky-uppy. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair.
I like how then like he's like I can take a little serious. And then that he's up. like Yeah. He's like, nah, Fez. God damn, I'm just admiring the direction of this episode. Like that shot of just that single bit of light and all that darkness. I would have fainted in there. In I mean, in her case, yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Again, this this is another bit of reused audio. But that was from the Pandorica when they first stumble across it. Ooh. Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. Love, love that little sound bite. <laughs> just the more you think about it the more you think about the fact that Smith knows what's happening in full does he I mean he, he knows enough he knows what Tennant remembers yeah but the thing is not a whole lot yeah I guess that's true multi-doctor thing that's right it's just it's, it's so hazy but it also works that way <laughs> <laughs> he gets on his up pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, one of the best gags in the episode. Do you know the funny thing is, is that all Smith is doing is just mocking Tennant for doing... Because he knows what he's going to do. Ha! <laughs> Penis joke. Love it.
<laughs> that is such an underrated joke as well. This is a zygote. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, the witty banner. I love the narrative, the structure, and the editing, and... Oh. Do you know the funny thing is, right? So I have the, the book of this, like, the novelized version of this. Uh-huh. And it's even more of a mindfuck to read than it is to watch this episode. <laughs> really? If that was even possible, yeah. How so? Because all of the chapters are not in the right order. Oh, lord. Like, it, it, it flows from a narrative standpoint... But it's intentionally not written in the in the proper order. <laughs> no, but even if that was the case, Tenet um Tenet was stopped doing it, so he, Matt Smith would still be reversing the clarity. That was in the trailer, wasn't it? I, I remember that. That line vividly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so insulted. Probably. I love their like their hatred for him and their disgust for him. It's just so I don't even have the words for like, it. Like you would rather kill him, like like either kill their previous incarnation. There's something so devastating about it though, like like the fact that why they're ashamed but it's themselves, but it's still someone else. It's just so emotionally it's a lot. I don't want to get into it. It's a lot. <laughs> I love that line delivery. <laughs> Even the minor characters are just like nailing it. Yeah. There was a lot of um. I mean, there has. There's a lot of. What's it called? <laughs> Respect. Witchy witchcraft. 
am I the witch? <laughs> I love the tenant and Smith are like, oh yeah, that's threatening. And then there's the board doctor's like, oh, this is so fucking boring. <laughs> I've been asked that before. Legit, I've been asked, <laughs> can you do anything without flapping your hands? I'm like, no. I'm Wog. Flapping her hands is part of my identity. <laughs> I love that. That was like a, a like a, a vaguely brought up thing in um, what's it called? Uh, the Power of Three. Oh yeah. And then. <laughs> I like how he's like everyone's confused, but it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the end of this episode just having an absolute field day with these cutaways I'm telling you now exactly whether it's for co like comedy slash tension with the Zygons or for like drama with like the cu the, the cutaways like close-ups of Matt Smith and shit when he first looks at the, you know, the painting. I love it.
love. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Memory wipe. <laughs> like, poor him. Imagine just not, like, that. that's just, that's terrifying. Billy, ten years. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. That's just disgusting. I'm actually depressed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> one of them anyway. Even that boy Jack gets a man mansion. <laughs> I love that Japanese Americans. I feel like that's even more relatable now than it was when the movie came when this came out. Oh yeah. I love that the code is that. This bit gets me every time. Every single time I just oh. I get surprised even though I know. That visual effect though. So good. What a stupid plan from the Zygons yeah, there. Right. Idiotic. That was so dumb by them. Like you're actually going to do is... So what's fascinating about this song, I believe, is the same one used in the waters of Mars. Wow. It's called 
altering time, I think. I'll just send you the list after yeah. after we finish recording it. But you'll generally be surprised how fitting all of the song choices are. <laughs> Matt Smith can be so terrifying when he wants to be. I think that's why when he's like annoyed, it really works because he, you know him as like the jovial. Yeah. And then he like pulls out moments really... like this. Yeah, and then you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Another underrated joke there. <laughs> uh, and the thing is that that is such a doctor thing to do, though. Yeah, they try to like, do the most clever thing possible. To overthink it is to do, be a doctor. To be a doctor.
<laughs> Lots of... Oh, didn't mean to say it. Go it. Do it. Click it in your head, guys. Come on. How you save the universe? Cup of soups. Cup of soups. Oh my god. <laughs> Doctor, you just need to let it go. Don't say that out loud, then you idiot. <laughs> it's like, all right, settle down. Like how like oh yeah end of the world plan we interrupt this to give I know and wedding. the music is perfect <laughs> oh well they have all the time in the world <laughs> John Hurt is not angry about that no he's like oh cool goes to like puke. <laughs> oh god I miss his this... TARDIS I miss it uh... I miss it I miss it I miss it Grunge pain <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god I love this I know It's throughout things <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh yeah, you never do. <laughs> I love how um, David Tennant's face became a gif. I love that. I love that. Oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, that, that, all of them just turning their heads simultaneously. That would have been so hard to synchronize, but God, that was effective. <laughs> I love the stone cold death pan in that line. I'd say it was Christmas. That symmetry. Mm hmm.
Oh, that's a poor. Oh. That shot, it's just like a blast from the path. Nicholas Courtney, man. I can't wait to meet him properly. Who? Like the character, like from the. This scene is so awesome, it has no right to be as awesome as it is. The, the what, sorry? This scene has no right to be as awesome is... as this is. <laughs> what does that mean? Just watch and enjoy. No, but like, the no right bit. What? Don't worry. Oh, like, like this movie, this, this part is just so, so good, like... It's like, oh, it's like, argue. It's, it's like unfair how good it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's like the best scene in Doctor Who period, apart from, you know, a couple that are coming up. But they're not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> the Dalek. Oh, God. It's just so potently badass, is the way to describe this. Like, I know that during Smith's era, this song was overused, but it's so deserved. I love how this is the precursor to um, the Zygon invasion inversion. Right. His face! He's so happy about it. Duh, duh, duh. 
Oh. Told you that same. I think it has a right good. to be that good, but it's still unfair to everyone else who's trying to make yeah. content. Oh, yeah. that's just something just so perfect about that. And the whole show. Yeah, I'm, I'm just it's funny because they're the only two that know if they're human or Zygon, and yet they're just accepting to be, they, you know, they just, okay. It's, it's just like this mutual... Agreement. Oh, it, I... Ah. Oh. Every now and then you can hear her real, um, her real accent slipping through. Yeah. When she starts to, like, younger. I legitimately don't know what's the better episode, Heaven Sent or The Day of the Doctor. Because to me, they are equal. It's weird how right she is. Oh. Oh, this. 
No, that's... That's not fair. I know. I told that, you, this episode is just so that unfair focus to everyone. is so... Like, I've said perfect a lot in this episode, but that focus pull might just be the best moment of this episode. Like, uh-huh. I'm telling and you, that was... And the best part is... We've I mean, still got these 20 last, minutes to go. These last 20 minutes are perfect TV, but that moment is just... Oh, <laughs> Symmetry. I love there's so much symmetry in this episode. Damn, this is so powerful. That's so unfair. This this is not fair. (laughs) This is just so good.
I've honestly never seen such a masterclass of acting, directing, storytelling, and music. I know. <laughs> I mean, he ain't wrong. <laughs> That that got me when I first watched it. And it guts me now. <laughs> oh, that's the most emotionally told. <laughs> She's so confused. <laughs> <laughs> you know the I assume you know this the first doctor didn't actually say Gallifrey because that wasn't mentioned till it wasn't until the war games yeah, yeah. so they had to like dub it over 
Yeah, I think they got. Yeah, they got some guy. I, I forgot who it was. Voice. But... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those oh! fucking eyebrows. Just guys squealed just, so hard. Just casually bringing a doctor in before ring like regeneration. You, yeah, you, you just don't do that. Even. You just don't yeah. do that. You... He was announced in August. This came out in November. You know, he'd only been the doctor. Like he hadn't even had an episode yet, and he was already in the fiftieth. And then John Hurt gets Gallifrey stands, <laughs> which isn't as snappy, but it's perfect. Yeah, it's just snarkiness of it. Get in your head, Doctor. That three Doctor three Tardis shot there is amazing. Oh, the score! Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, okay. It's just so hard not to gush over this. It's just so incredibly difficult. John hurt you. Well, more like Stephen Moffat you. I love that. I love yeah, that. He wasn't that even mid shot. He didn't even agree it... to be in the fucking episode, but they still. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for him with the BBC, but still, like, God bless that moment. Yeah. I kind of wish that he did be there, even if it was just the end, just to hear his voice again. Yeah. I just feel awful what happened to him.
Oh, that's such a cute callback. All right, flirt. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I love the fact oh, that... fuck you, no my the, Yeah, no matter the circumstance, his last words were, I don't want to go. If you're talking about... Um, Wait, so that's... Yeah, if I'm, I, assume I'm, I just forgot for a second. That's yeah. in his, like, final run before... That, this is part two. just before the end of yeah, right. no, this before the end of yeah. time. Yeah. Bloody hell. So yeah, for John Hurt and for Tennant, this is before their their finales, their regenerations. Yeah. So yeah, chronologically and both canonically, the last things he say are I don't want to go. So technically they are Doctor Season Four specials, so just to further reinforce this is Enforcer Masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll take you'll take anything, won't you? <laughs> you'll take an episode that's not even from that time. <laughs> Here we go. I just forgot that this is the icing on the cake of perfect episode. Yeah. I, 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 haven't, oh. I haven't even seen his doctor, but I know how impactful it is. Yeah. Like, I just know. I, I watched this with my dad, and even he was like, oh my god, is that Tom Baker? And I'm like, sure is. Like, he didn't even watch it with me. Like, we watched it that night, on, like, because they air it the day after. Um, it was at 7.30. But yeah. Even my dad was amazed to see Tom Baker in this episode. It's just a beautifully unexplained moment. That's, yeah, and you know what? You don't need to explain it's it. Just, Stay that way. It's potent. It's it's not coincidental, but it doesn't need to be explained at the same time. It's just it's just poetic. Yeah, it's it's legit. Tom Baker has got such a powerful voice, though. I know. Oh, I love that sh- (laughs) (laughs) I love this. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> I love the notion this is me fan fan theorizing when there's no need to do it but that once a doctor departs and regenerates the body and the memory retains and just grows like a like ages like a human would and then it's out there in the world and this is Tom Baker just returning to like give some wisdom it's just I love it so much I love they By got the him, way, I love that they got him involved. The last music choice I'm going to bring up, this is the Wedding of River song. Oh. It was used in the Wedding of River song 
and also the end of the name of the Doctor. Oh, this shot! This is the this is the why I want all of my pop figures so I can recreate this one goddamn shot. That's all I want is to recreate this shot with all the Doctors. I've quoted this line so many times. Home the long way round. Oh, fuck, that's an awesome ending shot. It is. Even though <laughs> I hate to be a down on the last, very last bit. I, I know. You know what I'm going to say. All stand-ins. Yeah. All stand-ins. <laughs> it, looks it looks awkward really as hell compared to... But still, the, the, the purpose of the shot is all that matters. Yeah. Oh. Again, stellar like title sequence here. Um, it's the effort, that extra mile to to, to make some nice titles. It, it just it, it makes a difference. You can tell how much love and care was put into making this the best episode of the show. And like, I honestly cannot wait to show my girlfriend this episode. Like, oh yeah, how's she going? Like. To- Right. So she's still somewhere in series two. She won't tell me when until I think either Christmas or um, uh, New Year's when she'll tell me. But I think she's close to the end of series two. But I genuinely can't wait to show her this episode. Yeah. Oh. Perfect TV. Like. I, I am so glad I picked that. <laughs> I mean... The only sad thing is that I don't. I obviously I don't get the option to pick this again in the future. <laughs> but like, you know what? I'll take that. Today was justified. This is my early Christmas present. <laughs> this is my Christmas gift to everyone before um, George picks the <laughs> the Christmas specials. Will that be as good as episode? No, but will we have fun with it? Hopefully, I'm excited. Mm. So yeah, just at don't the same pick the time... next Doctor or I'll hate you. Oh God, no! I've got. I've got like ten episodes Pretty to work good with. Good Christmas episode, yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, let, let, let's make it clear. Unless I have like a spur of the moment, you know, crazy in, decision, then one of the episodes I'm going to pick. Be a dick. Yeah, then one of the episodes of the um that I'm going to pick is set in stone. You know it already. Um, good, but okay, it is the one. Yes, thank it's you. It's the one that you and I have gushed about a lot on yes. the show. Um, People need to love it more, okay? Probably the best... You only need to sit down and watch it. <laughs> the best episode... I love that I know. ...of, like, the the like the first half of that season. Even more so, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up until, you know, the... the Yeah, but still. <laughs> yes. That's, just, yeah, that's um, not really a fan of that, though. But as, I'm intrigued to see what your second one second is. Second one, I, I, I love so many... I have a soft spot yeah. for Christmas Invasion. I have a soft spot for freaking Voyage of the Dam. I have a soft spot for so many episodes. So I'm excited to see uh, what sticks out. Yeah, I have a hunch I know which one you will end up picking because it's because it's very poetic. I'm not going to say it now, but I've, there's, there's... But I've got it and I'm going to screenshot it. Okay. And then There's I'm generally send... two or three I'm deciding between at the moment. Um, I wonder yeah. if one of them is the one like, I'm thinking there... of. All I'm going to say is I think it's a Capaldi episode. Oh! That you'll pick. I think you're going to pick a Capaldi episode. Okay. Question is which one? But Good question. I, I, 
but I'm pretty a confident you'll Christmas pick a episode. Pull. Yeah, I reckon you'll pick a Capaldi episode. Okay. That's my prediction, but that doesn't help you because there's still three to pick from. Okay. No, yeah. there's four to pick from. There's four to pick from, actually. What's the fourth? Am I... Oh, shit! Never mind, I forgot it. Last Christmas, Husbands, Return of Doctor Mysterio, Twice Upon a Time. That's right. Yeah. I, I missed Husbands for a very, very small second. Um... <laughs> Not now. Alrighty, well... See. I don't know. That's that's my guess. That's my thing. Um, I'm excited. I love Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> um, yeah. I got a quote or blue eyes every time I bring that up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, no, I'm just. Oh, that's such uh, a high to come off. Here's of. the thing about this episode. <clears throat> As you said, out of seventeen minutes, it lasts through quick, but it's not rushed. It's not. Like my worry with like TV specials, there is so much setup and payoff. It's it's, it's just not and funny. they also like let moments be moments. So the fact that it feels like a movie in the sense that you've gone through this journey, you've spent time with these characters, they feel fully fleshed out and developed. The story feels earned, but it's only what an hour and fifteen minutes, which is just unbelievable. But yeah, yeah. Look, there. Are, but what? Oh. Yeah. What's so impressive is that the lulls in the episode. Is just set up for the big, the big yeah. action pieces and so that are coming. When you watch it again and again, those lulls are just as high, like are just as you know, engaging like as Clara's, the show. Like, like for example, Clara's teaching. Right, she gets on a motorcycle, and it leads to this cool shot of her going into the TARDIS. Yeah, that leads into the whole crane scene and yeah. the stuff. It's this episode. beautiful thing. That's where, what I mean. <laughs> where the moments where you're anticipating the big moments, those moments become just as good as the moments anticipating. It's that thing yeah. of like, you know, you're, 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 you're in love with this, everything about it, the story, the structure, the I, pacing, that everything works. I'm through. just, I still can't get over how they did that bloody, um, that shot where she drives into the TARDIS. Cause like, that's, compared to like the snowman where that was done on a stage, right? They're out in the fucking location. <laughs> they're they're out in like God knows middle of nowhere, and then you just see this motorbike drive into the TARDIS. Like, yeah, I'm just, I I I want. <laughs> I, I wish there was a behind the scenes. Uh, I, oh, I, I just, just want to. I want to be on that set. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Yeah. <sighs> I I want to do. I want. I, I, I want to interview people. Like I want to know. Like. Like, Stephen Moffat is one of the first people I want to interview if I ever could. And I'm just going to be asked, how did you do this? How did you do this? Where did this thing come from, you know? Yeah. I'm sure you would do the same with Russell with a lot of episodes. Like... <laughs> oh, just the entire yeah. season four. Like, how'd you make a perfect season Doctor Who? How'd you do it? Like, because, like, the best episode of the show is in the one of the weaker seasons of the show. Yet you, my friend, you made season four, so tell me um but yeah that's that the third doctor is like top doctor who easily i don't even have a favorite episode but if i did that would be up there probably number one maybe i don't know and that's why it's like number one in, but in the day of the heaven doctor, sent's up still... there human yeah. family blood's up there that's up there blinks up there just it's not even like an emotional thing with blink it's just like it's so perfect 
Um, uh, there's just there's so many. Vincent Doctor's so great. Listen, it has jumped up on my list a lot since my last rewatch, so thank you for that. Ah, um, no it generally worries. is I'm like glad. a really powerful episode. Um, oh, yeah. The thing with Doctor Who is that it's inconsistent <laughs> as fuck, and we know that. The fans know that more than anyone else, but it's just it's sticking sticking along, you know, and just getting the, the top, because every Doctor, every season has you know, that episode or those episodes and it's just sticking through it all and being rewarded. And that's I'm actually impressed. I was thinking about it. Um, this episode obviously spun off not one, not two, but three episodes. <laughs> like it would obviously lead into the time of the doctor, which is a no brainer, but then it would also be rough, be used to build for listen. And then of course it'd be used again to build for the Zygon invasion inversion. That's three different episodes that springboard off it's, this one episode. It's an episode that probably... I mean, I love Zygon Invasion Inversion, but I feel like to follow up something based on Dead Doctor, when you watch it, you'll always be thinking of the superior episode. But even then, yeah. the fact that this episode is a combination of so much, yet still has led on to more episodes, as you said. It's just a test. We might do Zygon Invasion Inversion. We probably too. will. It's a really bloody fun double. Um, yeah. And the monologue is as amazing as I remember it, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember how, like, it got, like, worldwide traction because of how powerful that speech was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're, we're getting into our topic. We are. We should shut up. We're, um, <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just on such a high right now. It's just... Yeah. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts? Doctor Who, baby. Doctor Who. Series I, 12, coming uh, very, very soon. I need an episode of Series 12, because I need one that just stands out. Kablam stood out, but not as an episode should stand out. I need Season 12 to have an episode. You you, know? We need a 9 out of 10 episode. We do. Kablam's Kablam a, came close, K- but... Kablam was a strong 8 for me. I love it more than I think yeah, about it. Yeah, that's, that's but, the thing. It's a strong 8. Okay, that's not let's quickly look at my ratings. You can cut this out. Is there, is there yeah, a 9 yeah. in every season? Let's have a look. There's a 9 in Season 1, obviously. Yeah. Season two, yes, fireplace. The yeah. Um, season three, family of blood and blink. Probably se- season three has more than I like to admit. Gridlock, Utopia. gridlock, out of love, gridlock well. not out of quality, but out of quality yeah. too. Gridlock, human family of blood, blink, and then Utopia. I don't know Utopia maybe, um, but maybe not as strong. Series, series four. four. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right next. Literally, there is no. This is, a, this is a hot take. There is no episode in Series 8 that I have rated lower than an 8. Not a single fucking one. No. Zilch. In every, sing, every, every single season, there's been at least one 9, I reckon. Okay, I'm, I'm Series sorry. 5, five would have had 5 was episode 1. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. 6. Doctor's Wife. Yes. Go away, dude. So the thing with Season um, 6 is that, I'm going to admit it right now, when I watched it as a kid, in high school, as a kid, as a student. Yeah. The arc, I couldn't help but, like, get, like, drawn into it and addicted to it and, like, yeah. obsessed over the fact, you know, the river stuff, the all that shit. But when looking at, like, how people have reacted to it online, people have, like, really, been really hostile against it. And I still, I still struggle you to... You guys need to loosen up, okay? I still struggle to understand, fun. like, from from a writing perspective, like, I, I won't know, like, what do people, like, what's the actual 
perspective on that? Like, why do people like it? I generally want to know. I want to understand. I think, honestly, do, it's probably just the payoff wasn't what people were expecting it I to be. I wonder if that's why, yeah. Because I, I think it's just, it I think pro- it's just a really compelling arc. I haven't seen it, it all was. since I was, for a couple of years now, I haven't like, seen the season in full. You should try it. But I remember just being like, I remember being stupidly giddy in A Good Man Goes to War. Um, <laughs> I remember being like, yeah, just like, Colonel Runaway. On absolute high throughout, you know, Let's Kill Hitler. Um, yeah. But even like closing time being like this like little, all right, here, have this episode before you get into the fucking, you know, the shit. But yeah, yeah Series 6, it, it, even the opening two episodes are like strong nines for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Series 7 has Series seven. <laughs> and Day of the Doctor. Day of the Doctor. No, I, haven't, I haven't revisited name and time in a while, but I'm sure they're yeah. like strong strong eight yeah. or like maybe even a nine um, series eight has mummy flatline and flatline um, fascinating i don't even um my only nine in series eight is listen and listen is the other one I um yeah. i think mummy only because it's like a strong eight maybe nine but yeah like uh, like i'm sure like series nine heaven sent no brain <laughs> yeah i don't even look at that 10 series probably this put up finale Ooh, ten might not have any for me. You don't like, think I love the finale. I love the finale. I love Extremists. That's up there as a standalone yeah. bit. I'd rate that as a nine because I that's think a I would. I think Extremists were amazing standalone. When it came out, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see where this goes" because it was such a yeah. strong episode. The final Extremists works yeah. because it was the first and standalone. It was. It was, and it just had that. I remember vividly and... that one bit. With um, the fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean. The, I I can't describe yeah, myself. Yeah. That bit messed with my mind so much. Um, mm-hmm. series, and then we got to eleven, which, yeah, yeah, <laughs> eight was the highest. Yeah, I mean that's that's just that's eight as the highest wouldn't be bad if the rest of the season was was good, but unfortunately, well. yeah. So twelve, yeah. I I'm hopeful as fuck. I'm a natural born optimist. Um. Yeah. So I hope I, that we. Go I'm to gonna. The- I'm gonna remain skeptical. I reckon we might get more like sevens out of tens, like more. Yeah. That was pretty solid, but. You think we're going nine? We. I reckon we might get one nine, but even then, I think it'd be more like at an eight, eight and a half. And by the way, I I don't know about Nick. I assume it's the same. But, but when we mention numbers and shit, I don't look at this objectively. I don't believe in that crap. When I'm using numbers, I'm just oh, there's no, yeah. there's no objective. I'm, thank you, people. People see that that in 2019. I'm I purely use numbers to represent how I feel about the episode, how I like connect to it, and so yeah, if you, that's if you all like, it is. If you like series 11 and think every episode's a 10 out of 10, like fuck, I, on you, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. genuinely jealous. <laughs> I, I extremely disagree like, with you, and I don't know how you could think that, but I respect your opinion nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think it has great moments. It's just bogged down by writing and character yeah. le- lacking of character. Anyway, anyway. Not gonna if you want d- all of our thoughts on Series 11, yes, we've literally we've, done 10 episodes we've on done it that. in the past. Now, bef- since we're on a high, and it's our second yeah. episode of the year, how many 10s mm-hmm. do you have? How many 10s do I have? That's a good Because I, with film at least, I don't rate a lot of things 10. Um, not because I'm like, I don't love a lot of movies, because I just... I hold those in higher regard. So I, yeah. I write a lot of sevens, plenty of eights, 
quite a bit of nines, but tens are not common. So I wonder for you. One, two, three, four. I mean, three technically is a two-part. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how many episodes film, like, keep me invested and keep me, like, not just engaged, but, like, emotionally switched on the way that Dead Doctor does. Nine. She have a lot more than I probably ten. do. Ten. I have ten. Okay. I don't know if I have. Hmm. I'll say them out loud to you, by the way. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. curious. I'm. Sh- I'm. S- I. I. Honestly, only have one confirmed at the moment. Maybe him. Hum- yeah, Valley I Brian. feel like I'm a little more looser with the tens, but I'm just no. Like, like there's nothing like, wrong if, with if, that. It's it's all personal. If there's, if there's a if there's a definitive if it's a definitive must watch for me, it's a ten. You know? That's fair. That's fair. For me, a must-watch can be like a nine. I think it's just like how much. Oh I'm yeah. It. Anyway, hit me with your list. Okay, so Empty Child, Doctor Dance. Oh yeah. Uh, Blink. Yep. Um. Oh no, there's more. Uh, there's <laughs> more. There's actually it's actually twelve. Uh, Science of Library Forest, The Dead, is ten. Midnight. Turn left. Eleventh hour. Uh, Pandorica opens Big Bang. None in Series 6. The closest I have are three nines. Um, Day of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Mummy of the Orient Express and Flatline. Wow! I can't fucking watch Flatline again. What the hell? I love Flatline. I f- it's just was so it that good? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember it being I that good. I mean, maybe, maybe actually, in, in hindsight, it's probably just a nine. I think... No, no, no. I'm not trying to, like, degrade your, no, no, no. your thing. It's just, like, no, no. It's like from I was my, thinking about yeah. it. It's like, is it, is Mummy it like... is definitely better than Flatline. I'm going to say that. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, Dark Water is a 10 for me as well. But then Death in Heaven it still exists. Dark so Water is a, is a fucking amazing opener. I think it's superior yeah. in every way to Death in Heaven. But... Yeah. If you want our opinion of that, go yeah. to January. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Water was, like, a solid 9, I think. Strong 9, actually. For me, with 10s, uh, I... Might do a rewatch of some of my favorites and see what holds up, because I think Dead uh, Doctor is like he- the Heaven bar. Sent, yeah, yeah. Heaven sent Hell Bent's one more, and then Hell well Bent. Enough in time. Yeah, I, I think Hell Bent's better. I wasn't a fan of Face the Raven, so for me, Hell Bent was the, the better ending for me. Dope. Um, I know it's that's a hot take. No, it's not a hot I take. Think... I think Hell Bent's better than Face the Raven as well. No, no, but like the fact that I still consider both of like as I a think... result both is 10 yeah, the, like it doesn't degrade my opinion of the episode the issue with Heaven Sent is how freaking phenomenal it is that maybe he- he- Hell Bent will never like you know be in that conversation because it just followed Heaven Sent but yeah yeah I vibe with that and then uh, World Enough in Time Doctor Falls this is around the 10 quality great yeah great list I don't know about mine I gotta rewatch some I'm curious so, yeah, 11 tens. there you go Nick, you missed That's, the most no, important one. Bad. If you can say Gridlock, I'm going to no, slap No, Fear you. Her. Where's a 10 oh, out of 10 right. for Fear Her? Fear Her is rated lower like, than Lover Monsters. That's funny. It's actually funny because at the end of it, like I did my like averages, like so I could figure out what my averages were for each episode. Yeah. And then um, I have the worst of Doctor Who and I have 10 episodes. And uh, three of them are from Series 11. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I'll screenshot and send it to you. But anyway, I feel like we're getting a little off. 
Yeah, look, <laughs> this is like a... We've, we've just finished the 5th, 5th anniversary, so, so it's like re- reflecting on the show as a whole, just because why yeah. not? Um, but yeah, I am totally down for a classic Who-themed uh, podcast, like special thing, if that ever comes to. We've just been um, rambling because we've been, we have, we, it's been so long since we've done this. It has. Um, this is go- this is all going to be at the end. We're just, I'm just going to make this the end. Bit. Yeah. As I've mentioned, With, this is just the, a catch up for us. The return of the end bit. It's just, it's just so much fun. Um, Alright. Alright. Should we wrap things up? Oh, we probably should. Uh, next month, you will get Christmas. a less rambles, because we've done our rambles today. It'll just be a fun, laid back news dump. I imagine there'll be plenty of news. Um, There's going to be. It's a news dump, <laughs> anticipated 2019 movies. Oh! I could have talked yeah. Christmas and movies in the same episode. And Christmas. Oh, yeah. it's perfect. I know. Uh, just episode. Like, 44 is going to be a big one. It's going to be a fun-ass one. All right. Oh. And, like, knowing us, knowing our schedule, we probably won't be able to record it until, you know. Anyway, you cut this out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. All right. You can, see, you can sign us off. I, I, I'm on a high. Go. <laughs> All right. George, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters at uh, uh, George Kapakalis, K-A-P-A-K-L-I-S. I tweet about movies a lot and I probably should go back to Doctor Who which I will when the show comes on um, and uh, you can find uh, my little my little company Take 42 Prod on Twitter as well we have a new short film coming out soon um, in uh, December uh, Letterboxd is also linked on my Twitter you can find that at GCAP where I haven't reviewed much lately just been re- like watching a lot just for, just for shits and gigs. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me on the interwebs. Nickname? <laughs> you How can about find you? me on Letterboxd too, by the way. Yes, uh, use a, it more, I'm you I'm at Anchorist 63. <laughs> I have been, okay? I've been... <laughs> Disney XD has finally come to Australia and I'm that's going right. to exploit the me being a Disney shill. Disney so, shill. Um, <laughs> so what I what I what I've actually funny what I've got right now is that I've got one Star Wars movie, one Pixar movie, one Disney animated movie, and um, and I'm gonna I like have all of them downloaded so I can watch them whenever I want, and that way I can do like you know if I get bored of one I can go back to the other and yada yada. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at nquest 63 You could find me on Facebook Nintendo Quest. You can find me on YouTube. Um, I have edited and hopefully gonna upload videos very very soon. Um, I know it's been a bit a while since I've uploaded anything. Um, but you know what? I have like two subscribers. I don't think they'll mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find Big on the Inside on Twitter at B-O-T-I-A-U. Um, obviously when these come out, we'll post some more. Plus whenever big Doctor Who news happens, I'll probably retweet that. Yeah. Um, Big on the Inside is on Facebook as well at bigger on the inside au and then of course if you want to listen to this well i mean you already know because you're listening to it right now but we're available on pretty much every single podcast platform that exists i mean i don't think we're on soundcloud but apart from that we're on pretty much everything (laughs) so yeah i'm still very very excited i still can't believe the day that actually happened where we actually got to you know, do this, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
four years in the making. Um, but yeah, that wraps up, up that wraps up bigger on the inside for this episode. Next Woo-hoo. month, as we mentioned, you know all the things that are coming. It's just a laid so, back episode next month. So grab a hot cocoa. Listen to Nick yell drink, at me. Drink some eggnog. Listen to Nick yell at me because my 2020 picks won't even come out in 2020. You know, it's just a fun time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> fun for all. When Nick makes fun of my my uh, movie tastes by looking at the ratings of them all. It, it's going to be a great time. Um, yeah, it's always fun to do that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, until right. next time, fellow Doctor Who psychopathic nerds or who Um, Nickname out. Ringo out. (laughs)